B-Pod Studios. 97.5 The Fanatic. And Jeff Kerr from CBS Sports will be keeping everybody updated uh, before the game, after the game, on everything going on around the birds. And he joins us on the Comcast Business Hotline, where every day in business is a big day. I would suggest yesterday morning, Bob, what was your question? Because I want you to ask Jeff this. Uh, Jeff, yeah. If I would have called you, Jeff, at 8 o'clock yesterday morning and said, hey, I have a crystal ball here, and I'm seeing that the Eagles are going to, let's say, delegate one of the coordinators to a different position, who would you have said it was going to be? I would have said Sean Desai, and I wouldn't have been surprised by that, Bob. I, I like that question. So I can tell you just from talking to some sources in that locker room, and I'll say it players, that the communication on the back end of that defense has not been good. And it's a very confusing defense. That's what I've heard. I've heard it's a defense that needs to, you know, it needs to be simplified. And I think that's why they made the change. I think Matt Patricia is one of those keep it simple, stupid people, uh, the old kiss method. And Sean Desai, he may be too smart for his own good. So maybe that's what led into it with the athletics report about, you know, the players kind of giving their own scouting report. It seemed like it was leading up to that. And Kevin Byer tried shutting that down. And, you know, you got the whole Darius Slate thing on his podcast. But everything just seems to add up here. And it just seemed like, Nick Sirianni was overruled by Howie Rosa and Jeffrey Lurie on this one. I did, give me this, is that in a matter of, first of all, when do you think the decision was made and the move was made officially? And also, too, I ask, how much different can we expect this defense to look tonight from what you know about Matt Patricia and what you know about how they're going to approach things? So Sirianni defended Desai on Tuesday. I still think they were game planning for this week because they had an extra day. And I think maybe the decision was made going into Thursday okay. that they were going to do this. But I, I still can't believe how quiet it was. Like, the, no one knew about this. Like, the Eagles quietly handled it. I don't even think they put a tweet out unless Jay Glazer or someone doesn't bombshell everybody at 1225 on a Sunday. So, uh, what was the second part of your question, John? I, the idea is that is how, how quickly do you think it's going to look different? And also, too, uh, like, like tonight, are we going to see that, that major a difference? I think you're going to see more rotation of the pass rushers. I, I know the Eagles really do believe in keeping guys fresh, and they just haven't done that when they're rushing the passer, which is why they're so poor in sack rate. It's been Hassan Reich and Josh Sweat. You're not seeing Brandon Graham. You, I think you're going to see more Nolan Smith. Uh, you're going to have to see more Kelly Ringo. He, you know, From what I heard, he's going to start tonight. So I, I'm curious where that goes. Um, I, I just think it's going to be more – Again, I, I can't wait to talk to some people about this, about, again, the communication in the back end. Like, it, aren't things going to get simplified here? Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just a subtle change. You know, Matt Patricia, he's called plays in New England. Everybody likes to dismiss what he did in New England, but this was the guy calling the plays. It wasn't Bill Belichick. It was Bill Belichick's system, but Matt Patricia was the one making the calls. And I think maybe they, the Eagles just want a guy, a veteran guy that makes the right calls. I know. Matt Patricia isn't the sexy name you think of because he's the guy who gave up 41 points to the next Bulls in the Super Bowl. But the guy's never had lower than a top 10 defense when he was a coordinator. Everybody likes to mention when he was a head coach in Detroit. Well, as you know, John, there's a big difference between being a head coach and a coordinator. Jeff, if if you're you look at this Eagles team and you and you say that the biggest difference tonight is the focus is going to be on the defense. 
What do you think offensively they might be looking to do uh, against this Seattle team? Yeah, Bob, that's a good question, too. So I would like to see more motion. I don't think we're going to see that, but that's what I would like to see. Um, I, I think they need to get the ball into DeAndre Swift's hands more, and that's not even just running the football. Uh, did we forget, like, DeAndre Swift's a really good pass catching back? I, I feel like We didn't. No, Apparently we didn't. they did, yeah. yeah. They have no idea about that. Yeah, it, it's. I, I feel like this is a guy that, if you want to open up the offense, get the ball to him, like, take the check downs and uh, let him do his thing, so... I like to see more of that, especially with an over aggressive Seattle defense. That you know, we talk about how bad the Eagles' defense is. Uh, Seattle's defense has been inconsistently bad all season. Uh, you know, they, they had like a three game stretch where they were really good, and then they fell back to where they've been all year. So, I, I think I want to see more DeAndre Swift. I want to see a lot of Dallas Goddard tonight. Might like to see him get the ball a lot, but really. One of the matchups I'm looking forward to is to see if Reek Woolen is going to be on A.J. Brown or not because I, I think A.J. Brown kind of wants a piece of him. So th- th- that's that's something I'm, I'm looking forward to. But I, I just wish this team would stop making easy completions hard. You have A.J. Brown, you have Devonta Smith, you have Dallas Goddard, you have DeAndre Swift. Use them properly. And I'm wondering to see Jeff Kerr from CBS Sports joins us as the Eagles play, play the Seattle's tonight. How much do you think the Dallas loss – sort of could lead to a little bit of an exhale if the Eagles were to win tonight? Uh, well, the Dallas loss definitely helped. Look, the Eagles still controlled their own destiny in the NFC East. If they won their last four, they were going to win the division no matter what Dallas did. But I knew Dallas wasn't going to win out. They, you know, Dallas played their Super Bowl last week. Uh, they, they did. And San Francisco played it two weeks ago. The only difference is the 49ers are really good and made deep playoff runs before, while the Cowboys still have that reputation of, they can't beat good teams, and they proved that yesterday. And I mean, look what Buffalo did to them. They just beat them physically. And I don't know why the Eagles didn't run the ball now as much as they did after watching what James Cook did and taking Michael Parsons out of the game. But I'm not sure Dallas is going to beat the Dolphins. I mean, if there's any team right now that I have no confidence in they could be a good team, it's the Dallas Cowboys. And they just beat the Eagles last week. But the Eagles were also reeling, and Dallas was on, you know, they had 10 days rest. It's Miami. Miami hasn't been a good team winning record all year, but I have more confidence they can beat the Cowboys than the Cowboys can beat the Dolphins. So I still think the Eagles are going to win the division. But, John, this is an interesting question I have for you guys. Would it be better for the Eagles to get the two seed if everything goes chalk? Doesn't it feel like they have an easier path to the conference championship? Game? I, don't, I, don't want, uh, I don't want to have to win three games, and I still would rather have the week off. I think this team needs time off. I'd rather have the top seed, but I would just say, hey, it would be, uh, to me, I, I don't think the second seed would be terrible. But right now you have to play the Rams. That could get interesting. It could, but they also have beaten the Rams. That I, I, I guess you could say the Rams were at full strength in that game. Uh, I, I don't think Kyron Williams played that game. I, I can't remember now. It's been That was week five, but it, the Rams are a dangerous team, and, I, I, you know, I, I think it can give the 49ers uh, some problems, to, to be honest with you. It, it's they, they are a veteran team, and Aaron Donald's still having a really good year. But, you know, uh, you're right. Right now the Eagles have to play, play the Rams. But doesn't it feel like it's going to be the Vikings with the way the Vikings are free-falling and the Rams are ascending? Could be. Could be. I mean, it's it's a mess right now. Jeff, the NFC, the, four winning teams in the NFC. Yeah, there's been so much talk of finger-pointing and all of those things coming out of the Eagles' locker room. 
Did the dreaded lost the locker room uh, connotation kind of get labeled on Sean Desai before this firing, do you think? I don't think the players had enough confidence in him. I'll say that. And Sean Desai never struck me as a confident guy, to be honest with you. Like, he's a guy who knows what he's talking about, but he's not convinced he knows what he's talking about. And I, I think players sense that. I think players sense that coaches, no matter what level it is. I mean, John, you were a coach. You, you, you know that. So if, if you're not trusting your coach, how can you trust that the system's going to work? And, you know, maybe that's why the Eagles were able to make the change. I just think it's so weird how they basically fired Desai, although they didn't fire him. I I, I don't understand why Desai's still here with they're like, oh, okay, Matt Patricia's the play caller. Matt Patricia's this. Well, that, so Matt Patricia's the defensive coordinator. What's Sean Desai? It's, I, you know what? The Eagles just want to stay face. And they, they, the, the guy that should be the defensive coordinator right now is in Baltimore just developing uh, defensive backs after defensive backs and in Denar Wilson. Yeah, that was a mistake in the, back, in the long run. All right, give, me, give us one thing. Uh, 60 seconds on what's, how's this game going to go tonight? I want to see what your crystal ball looks like. I actually think if Jalen Hurts plays, and again, I'm hearing he's going to. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is due for a big game. I, I, I think him, Dallas Goddard, uh, I think Dallas Goddard's going to have a touchdown tonight. I will go, uh, I'll say the Eagles win by 10. I, I think it's going to be a very tough game, but I, I actually think the Eagles are the better football team. They're going to show that they're the better football team, get on the right track, and you know, just kind of cruise to this 14-3 and record. Sounds good to me. We look forward to uh, following the coverage. Follow Jeff on uh, Twitter. By the way, Jeff, do uh, P- you want a homework assignment? Yeah, sure. All right, figure out today and tweet it out. Uh, how did the Eagles and the Lions match up for getting the number two seed if the Eagles were to lose tonight? Because they'd Ooh, both be 10-4, and four, and they both would have the same conference record. So that would that'd be very interesting. I, although I think I'd rather see the Lions in Philly than the Lions in Detroit. Yeah, I would too. So get, get, get on your work. Get, do your homework assignment and don't turn it <laughs> in late. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, John. Hey, Jeff Kerr from CBS Sports joining us on the Comcast Business Hotline. Every day in business is a big day.